Welcome to the AM Podcast, where we discuss topics that help you build, grow, and evolve your personal brand into becoming the androgynous model of your life. Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm your host, Cece. And I'm your co-host, Nikki Eason. Thank you guys so much for stopping by and tuning in. So today, what we're going to get right into is the journey, part two. I'm hoping y'all already start part one, because if you start part one, you know that it left off on a little cliffhanger. So in part two, we're just going to get right into it. Um... So from what I know for part two, Nikki, um, it seems like, and just so y'all don't, just for y'all who maybe are jumping in on this episode, my co-host Nikki Eason is the producer, creator, and director of the Androgynous Model series. She does have um, another series called The Journey, which is a three-part series that kind of goes over everything that led up into the Androgynous Model um, from season one in the beginning all the way up leading to season three, which is going to start... Um, about summer 2020 of this year. So, Nikki, my question is, watching Journey 2, what happened? <laughs> what happened? I mean, in, in, in the Journey Part 1, you had the momentum. Everything was there. Season 1 was good. It was rap, cut, print, mm-hmm. all that. Season 2, I mean, you had the momentum, but be real. What, ha- what happened? You know... A lot of a lot of things happen. <laughs> a lot of things happen. Like I literally was like, "Oh man, season one is done." You know, I gotta go bigger now. I gotta go to the next city. <laughs> I gotta go to the next city. So what's the next closest city to Charlotte? Atlanta, Georgia. I gotta go to Atlanta, and so that's what I did. I seeked out. I actually set up, you know, to do castings and stuff in Atlanta, and you know, people showed up. You know, I actually even picked. Yeah, seven people, you know, and uh, I was like, oh, man, like they're they're feeling me, you know, in Atlanta, like to actually have that growth and reach already, you know, from Charlotte made me feel like, oh, I got to keep going with this. I ain't think it all the way through, to be honest with you, because I'm like, (laughs) I'm just going to the God (laughs) (laughs) when it says it's time to go, it's time to go. And I'm on that like, I just got to go to the next and keep going to different places because there's so many people who are androgynous. So. You're riding that momentum. Yeah, yeah. I was. I, I was riding, riding high. <laughs> I was riding high, you know. And so I picked the picked the cast, and I was like, okay, let's do this, you know. Let's let's do it. What I didn't think about is, Nikki, how are you going to afford this? How are you going to keep going back and forth to Atlanta? Who's going to be the people that's going to help you? In which I had people who were like, yeah, I'm going to help you until I got to Atlanta, and it was like crickets. Where y'all at? Hello, are you there? (laughs) I didn't get the support that I thought, you know, I was going to get to kind of help me push it forward. So now I was kind of back in the drawing board, back to the drawing board, back in Charlotte, trying to figure out, I'm going to have to make more money, you know, to uh, create this. So let's back up. So you you pick your cast, Mm -hmm. you get to Atlanta, right? (laughs) Yeah. You get there. What happens when you get there? Do you reach out to the cast? Like what happened when you got there? Well, when I after I picked the cast, uh, you know, like from the casting part, like yeah. people showing up to casting, after I picked the cast, of course, I went back to Charlotte, you know, uh-huh. to try to figure out how I'm going to do this, like how I'm going to create the show in Atlanta, you with know, the cast with you the picked. cast that okay. I picked. Okay. So after I got back to Charlotte, um, 
And I was telling them, like, listen, I'm in Charlotte, so please bear with me. Mm-hmm. I got to figure this out, but you guys will be on season two of the Androgynous Model Atlanta. <laughs> and what happened was literally a week after I picked them, CC, one girl I had to eliminate immediately. Mm. Immediately. Why? What, what was the reason for that? You know, I'm just going to say discretion. Like, mm. what's known doesn't have to be shown. I think, And I said that a little bit on Journey Part 1, like, just using discretion when it comes to social media. Sometimes I, pe- I think people forget, like, you can't put everything on social media. The internet <laughs> is forever. Right, it's forever. forever. And when you represent a brand, there's, I, I have prided myself on protecting the brand of the androgynous model because of what I stand for and what I want it to represent, mm-hmm. you know, and that's just something that I didn't want it to represent. And I thought I made myself clear with that, but apparently it was just not clear. And it was just... It was just unfortunate and disappointing, but I had to let her go. I said, listen, I cannot have that type of energy or that type of, uh, I would say, anything like that associated with it. Because it said a lot. It, it To me, it said disrespect. To me, it said the lack of professionalism. It said a lot that I was just like, and also, I got to let you go. This person isn't ready for right. that at all. Exactly, exactly. So I had to let that, that person go. So then it took me down to uh, six people. So I had seven and mm-hmm. now I had six. So it took me down to six people, which I was still, you know, fine with that. Uh, but in the process, I was like, okay, I got to figure out how I can get back to Atlanta again to at least do some filming. But I got to figure out how to pay for that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, how I'm going to pay you for that. You are the producer, creator, and director. Exactly. Yeah, because <laughs> and I... And stagehand. Right. All of it. All right. in one. And because um, I didn't have like a a job at the time. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't I didn't have any consistent income. I was not working for anyone at that time. And I'm like, how am I gonna do this? So there was a store, you know, that I liked, that I shopped at, that I was like, maybe I can work there. Cause I think at that point in my life, CC, I was like, I'm not just gonna work for any person or do any job mm-hmm. that's not aligned with my purpose in some right. type of way. So I was like, I'm gonna go work some retail because is a place that I love. It's a place that I shopped in many times, you know, to buy my clothes. And I was like, why not work there and make a statement at the same time? You know, I know there's a lot of people in, in, the, in there that there's a lot of people that shop in there that's like me, but there's nobody that works there. That that's helps like, people like you. That helps people, right. that helps people like me. So I was like, I'm just going to go there. And, you know, I went with that and I applied and I got the job. Even in the interview, I told them about who I am, what I do. I even told them about the show, yeah. like, right? And I got hired. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I got hired. Right. I got hired. This is going to be great because I showed up at the interview with, like, uh, you know, like how I dress, you know, blazer, button-up, you know, dressing men's clothes. And I got to the orientation, and the hiring manager was like, well, everything's good. We just kind of have, like, a problem. And I'm like, what's that? She's like, you know... You can't work here uh, if you're going to wear men's clothes since you're a woman. And my mouth just dropped. Like, wow. First of all, what year is this? This is like 2014. Okay, so no excuse whatsoever. Yeah, this is 2014. <laughs> this is crazy. This is 2014. This is end of, yeah, 2014. So November 2014. Wow. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's. Yeah. And to be honest, I shopped at this store too up until a certain point, but. Um, if they only knew at that point how many of us really shopped there, right? I'm sure this would not even, that would have been in the policy somewhere. Right? Exactly. <laughs> well, see, this is the thing. I said, wait a minute. I said, help me understand that. So you mean to tell me I can't work here because of the way that I dress? 
And I said, that's kind of almost like discrimination in a, in a sense. Almost like me telling you, you can't wear black. Yeah. And you love to wear black, right? Because right. it was a it was a woman that was telling me this. And she was like, yeah. I said, I'm not understanding. She's like, well, I don't really have a problem with it. It's the people above me that have a problem with it. So and I said. Point the finger up. Okay, right. cool. I said, well, uh, let me talk to them. Because right. I have no problem talking to them about it. Because right. I need to understand why right. it is an issue, you know. And there was a point where this person actually took me around. No, let me back up. I asked her. I said, okay, well, what would you want me to wear? I asked her that. What would you want me to wear? And she was like, "Uh, well, you you know, we have women's jeans and we have women's polos. And I said, okay, well, what kind of shoes would I wear? Right? Right. So pretty much like how would you dress me? Because you haven't been me at all. Exactly. (laughs) So what you going to put me in? Right. You have me out here looking like what? (laughs) Right. Exactly. So I'm like, yeah, what kind of shoes I wear? And um, she was like, well, you know, and I looked down at her shoes and she had on some wedges. Yeah. And I was like, like the wedges you have on? She was like, well, no, I'm not saying that. But, you know, maybe you can do like a like a like a, a loafer or something. And I was like, OK, well, I'm not comfortable in the outfit that you just but gave I'm also me. pretty sure that men have loafers too so right right which <laughs> which men did I think it was like the whole outfit oh, together yeah. that I was like but I showed up to the interview dressed how I would dress and you accept and you, you accepted, accepted me right and now you're saying you're gonna put me back <laughs> right now you're saying I can't even work here if I don't this is Sinat and so there was this form that you had to sign about dress code and I was like I'm not gonna sign that form because technically we're not on agreement with right. the dress code and I don't want to sign it and then I show up one day and you tell me to go home and before you know it I'm fired you know and so so you were protecting yourself to a degree yeah Yeah. protecting myself and standing up in some form of fashion and I said well tell me what I can wear let's go out on she's like you know what let's go out on the floor I said okay so we go out on the floor Uh literally we're going around at the store and um she was like you know like this over here I said I don't want to wear women's polos and I don't want to wear women's jeans yeah I want to wear what's over here. So what's in the men's section that you feel like it's okay that I can wear to get by with? And she's like, well, you can't come in here in a full suit. What? (laughs) It's called a suit. It's not a part suit. It's not a top suit. (laughs) Wow. I said, um, well, I'm not going to be here selling Bibles or anything. Yeah. I'm selling clothes. I was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to come to your retail store dressed in a suit. I was like, well, can I do like a, a button up? And she's like, yeah, we got women's button-ups. I'm like, Why are you okay. trying to point me in that direction? Right, 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 right. So we go through this <laughs> yeah. thing, and we just are getting, like, nowhere. Right. You know, I said, what about a bow tie? Well, you know, no, we're going to have to. D-. I said, you know what? All right, I said, I just want you to know this. I know a lot of people who are women who dress the way I dress and shop in this store. I was like, and it's unfortunate. I said, because I really do want to work here because I love this store. And, you know, she was like, I totally understand. I'm just going to have to have another conversation with someone. And I said, okay, cool. Let me know. I leave. I, I get almost to my car and my phone rings. And it's her calling me like, can you come back into the store? And I'm like, sure. Mind you, before I got that call, I was like, God, let your will be done. Because I don't understand how I got the job. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and now what? And um, she called, can you come back in? I come back in. And she was like, I guess some things got to change. And it was a form of the dress code. And she was like, it's okay. Everything's going to be fine. I guess some things got to change. So I said, like, all right, great, cool. Mm-hmm. So I walk out of there like, oh, crap. 
I just like did some stuff that's never you just been do done. Do a whole ranch in the yeah, car. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. And then I work five shifts, mm. and I was never put on a schedule. Someone again. at top. I was a someone at the mm-hmm. top. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. you know, and that that is a journey. That especially okay. So just to sum it up, up until this point for y'all, mm-hmm. journey part one, season one, androgynous model series done. It's it's cool. It's a wrap. Second season goes to come out. You already had to let go of somebody for ATL. This After ATL. you ATL, you mm-hmm. pick the cast. Then you come back to Charlotte. Got to find another job to make this happen because at this point you it's a. I mean, you got momentum, mm-hmm. you have a vision, you got to make this vision, you got to do your physical work to make the, the vision work, mm-hmm. and then you're met with this other challenge. So <laughs> yes. from this point, just so we can we can get it to the audience consumption-wise in a small bite, so from this point, after you're let go five days, what is your, you know you still got the vision for an androgynous model series, mm-hmm. but what what's the what's the what's the back to the drawing board moment? Right. Yeah. So what happened was in the process of this happening, when that happened to me, I had started working out at this gym called Nine Round. Right. And I loved it. I loved like just the the concept of working out for thirty minutes, and it was like kickboxing. You put gloves on and box and all of this stuff. And um, I was like, well, I'm just gonna ask if they're looking for any trainers. And what's interesting is the owner was like, mm, I don't know, you know, we'll try you out. And this person really didn't know, like, my background being in sales and me playing ball and all of this right. stuff when it comes to, like, training and everything. And uh, they tried me out, and it, it loved me. Like, everybody loved me there. Like, I changed the whole culture there to some form of fashion. Considering I was the only one, if you know what I mean. Right. You know, yeah. and um, I changed the whole culture from there. So I started working there, and that kind of helped me get some income, but it was only part-time. So right. it was a little bit going in, but I felt like I can kind of do something with what I have. So what I did was I started there in February of 2015. Um, and once I started, I was like, okay, now I got something coming in. I need to plan another weekend mm-hmm. to get in Atlanta to at least have start some filming, you know, and just right. do as much as I can in that weekend because that's the only way it's going to work. I have to get this done in weekends. So I planned it and I reached out to the contestants and all six of them was down to meet up for that weekend. It was the end of March. It was March, the weekend of March 27th. I will never forget this. I can see I would never forget this. (laughs) The dates is on point. I would just never forget this. But it was uh, the last weekend of March and the people I had picked showed up and we had an amazing weekend. Like I put them through uh, a couple things as far as like teaching them some runway stuff, how to walk. We was in Little Five Points of Atlanta, just walking up and down. People were staring. You know, I would have them, like, doing, like, photo shoots and stuff. You know, I even had them do this challenge, like the Power of I Am Challenge, where they had to kind of finish the statement, I am such and Mm -hmm. such, like, three words to come up with it. So it's just, like, a little stamp of, like, just giving them a little bit. And um, we did that the whole weekend. Like, and I got all of this footage. The guy who was filming at the time, me and him were, like, Scorpio. So he had this thing about meeting people who were a Scorpio and he helped out with the filming and stuff that weekend. And I was like, yeah, it's going to be great, mm. you know? And um, we had an amazing weekend and I came back, you know, from there. And once I talked to the videographer about what he was going to need going forward, yeah, no. Oof. I'm like, mm. dude, I don't have that. And I thought the understanding that we had was, you know, 
helping each other out and giving exposure. But I know him being in the city that he's in and where I'm at, I totally get it. And I never want nobody to not be compensated for their craft. I just didn't. Right. There's no way I could afford that on a consistent basis. Right. Um, So, yeah, I had to put everything on hold, Mm. you know. I I had to put everything on hold. And I had uh, told the contestants, um, you know, that it's still going to happen, you know, from what the people what we did that weekend, it was like two or three people that stood out the most. And I said, I want you two or three people to be in this fashion show that I'm a, a director of just to kind of keep them rolling, you know, with right. stuff. And that happened. And we did the fashion show like in like April. So they came up, those three people came up. So it was still kind of going, but it was now like, okay, when is another time that I can get back down there mm. and looking at the funding and all of that, like before you knew it, three, four or five months, like go by. And I just have no way to get it done. Right. You know, so finally, when I have this idea, <laughs> which is now like July right. or August or something of 2015, I have this idea how I can make it work. I was like, you know, they're down there. Maybe we can do some virtual type situations, you know, right. or, or something to where I'm giving them challenges and I can still put them out on social media while I'm still working on it. I got it. Like, I'm ready. Reached out to all of them and only two people responded. Oof. Only two so out, out of those six. six in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Had seven, dropped one, had six. Then how many months later was this? So we had the six. We filmed a weekend in March. Okay. And then from, there was three people that stood out the most that weekend. They came to be a part of a fashion show here in Charlotte um, in April. Right. And so out of that full, still six there. Right. Uh, when I reached back out to them around like August. Only two of Only them responded. Two. And the two people that responded were not the three people that came. So to outside be, of that. Right. You know what wow, I mean? So yeah. out, there was two people that two people responded. Two people responded first. It was another third that responded kind of late. But like out of it, it was really two or three that kind of was like, yeah, I still I still am interested. Everybody right. else was just ghost. So at that point, did you just decide to scrap it? At that point, I felt like giving up. Yeah. I felt like giving up because I was like, they have no idea the struggle. The struggle with the, the story, you know, of working at the store, you know, that I really, really loved. Um, the struggle of trying to get back and forth. The struggle of thinking people are going to help you out and they don't. Right. You know, and on top of the pressure of creating, you know, another season and knowing that this is something that's huge but trying to do it in another city that I don't have full access to. Right. Or money to afford it. You were talking about Atlanta. Charlotte and Atlanta prices are two totally different things, right. you yeah. know? Yeah. And, and where do I do it? Or to just, to have people who say they want to be a part, you know, and don't show up. There were some people that helped me out from season one that was there, but it's like some of these people live, like, in different cities. Like, I had a friend, and still to a friend to this day, she was one of my um, models on season one in the season one finale, She's in Jersey. She can't come down and back, right. you know, but she's always been a, a super supporter of the Androgynous model. It's just she lives in Jersey. I live down here, you know, so it's we can't just be getting on flights. We ain't that. Right. <laughs> we ain't there yet, you know, so <laughs> we can't just be doing that. I just didn't have the manpower, you know, to do it. Yeah. So I, I really was like, man, whatever, man. Like, I just had to, yeah. to sit, you know, for a second. And I told the two people. Um, that responded, I was like, listen, it's going to take me a little bit while. I said, when I'm ready, I'm going to make sure I reach out to y'all because y'all reached, y'all responded back right. to me. And um, time went on. I was working at the at the gym. I had started doing really well, you know, there. Um, and maybe like 
a year after I started working there, I got promoted to becoming a manager of the gym. We were like the number one gym in the country, you know, so it was, it still was kind of benefit me, but I still was like, I don't even know what to do. I think I lost my confidence, you know, during the time. And, uh, there was this guy, one of my members there, and he was a producer of a news station. And um, I met him. We were really good friends. Another girl who was a producer, I, I told her I wanted to sit down with her and tell her my story about what I do. And I told her about me trying to work in the store and all of that. And she wanted to do a PSA. Mm-hmm. And we did like this small PSA about you were born to be you to express who you are, you know, and I kind of uh, made reference to yeah, right, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that happened. And then the other guy, he, he started teaching me a little bit about Final Cut Pro. Mm, okay. And he was like, you can do this like yourself. And I was like, yeah, right. He's like, I could teach you. He's like, you just got to, you know, uh, purchase the software. And I was like, okay, you know. Then I was like, well, if I get me a camera, because I had kind of got a camera around that time too. So, I think the, my, so the, the vision started yeah, coming back. The vision started coming back because I was like, I can do this you myself. You could, yeah. You right. didn't need everybody. Yeah. I mean, at this point, it seems like the people that you – that you so that you might have thought you needed to make the show, you really didn't need them, mm-hmm. right? In the beginning, you no, didn't. I really didn't. And and maybe you know, because God always be on them lessons. Yeah. Maybe it was like I need you to learn how to do it yourself first. Right. I need to bring you through this. Yes. And then have two people tell you, mm-hmm. give you advice, and then you realize, oh, I should have done it this way. Yes. So now I'm gonna do it right the next time. Right. Which. Is going to lead us right into the journey three. Yes, I am cutting the podcast off right now because it's too juicy. So make sure you stay tuned for uh, our next episode where we're going to talk about journey part three. It gets juicier. The news gets better. And it's just it's going to be all uplifting stuff from here. I can feel it. So thank you so much for tuning in and stopping by. Check us out on our next episode. And don't forget to check out past episodes too. Nikki. I'm your co-host Nikki Eason and trust and believe you do not want to miss the rest of this story it's going to get interesting so continue to tune in peace peace